this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the in focus podcast this is g sampath your host for today's episode changes are brewing at the top in indian cricket virat kohli has announced that he will step down from t20 captaincy after the t20 world cup in november he's also stepping down as captain of royal challengers bangalore after ipl 2021 Both the nature and the timing of these decisions have raised a lot of questions. For instance, wouldn't it have been better to make these announcements after the T20 World Cup or after the 2021 IPL is over? Why announce them now? And were these decisions Kohli's own or was he under pressure? Is this the beginning of the end of the Kohli-Ravishastri partnership? We look for some answers to these and other questions from Rakesh Rao, Deputy Editor Sports at The Hindu. Rakesh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Sampath. Rakesh, to start with, can you sort of share your thoughts on was it Virat Kohli's own decision to give up T20 captaincy after the World Cup in November, or was it forced upon him from above? And what's with the strange timing? Okay, let's just start with the thought that whether Virat was under any kind of pressure. Well, in my view, he was certainly not. And knowing the kind of you know the way the BCCI is run, the way you know decisions are taken by the BCCI, when it comes to the bigger names, I don't think BCCI has a say. Like we saw it right through the career of a certain Sachin Tendulkar, he did what he wanted to do. I don't think at any point was anybody you know asking him what had to be done before that. Even Kapil Dev, even you know a lot of times we. we heard that uh, you know people wanted to you know wanted him to announce his retirement but nobody dare ask him so here in even in virat's case there was no question of anybody asking him to do it this is what i think because there was no need it was like there was not one instance where anybody had pointed a finger at him saying that look you need to give up one of the three formats in which you are the captain you need to leave that captaincy i don't think even this thought had crossed anybody's uh, in anybody's mind so it is entirely his call and why he took that call again in my view it is because he wants to you know he he has his priorities now and the captaincy you know has its own kind of uh, responsibilities in the sense of the field responsibilities as well and he wants to just get away from that so that he can focus on say maybe odis more because next up will be the world cup in 2023 which is going to be hosted by us in india so maybe he he's actually eyeing that and let's not forget that he hasn't won a icc trophy till now so that he definitely wants you know like in his resume so he doesn't have that and he also wants to stretch his career just a bit now a lot of people can ask that you know what is it with t20 captaincy that he wants to leave i think t20 captaincy because of the fact that it's a short game game moves very fast you have to be you know on your toes all the time you have to be thinking you have to be taking call especially when you're fielding so there the kind of decision making takes a lot out of you and the pressure of course you know the unquestionable element of being a t20 captain or this particular factor is there that cannot be undermined and that's probably the reason why he has also given up the captaincy of RCB where he reiterated the fact that he was you know he, he would continue with the RCB till he plays his last IPL game but uh, this is entirely his call whatever decisions that he is taking he has a child now has been added to the family in the last one year and obviously you know the kind of commitments he had for sponsors and everything and at 32 he is not getting any younger from now on and looking at the load that we have 
the kind of cricket that is going to be played from say now onwards till july next year uh, it's pretty packed you won't get even maybe a fortnight of rest so i think a lot of factors have actually gone into this so you just mentioned the load of uh, cricket that is on so why not uh, give up the captaincy with immediate effect uh, you know let somebody else lead the team in the t20 world cup and for rcb in ipl 2021 why do you want to stretch it out till you know that the coming world cup because you are, you are saying you want to sort of lighten the load by giving up the t20 captaincy so then why do you want to be the captain of the t20 team in the world cup as well see again we would never know that why he did that but again uh, what i can kind of very clearly see for myself that is he is desperate to win a icc trophy as captain so that is exactly what i think he thinks that okay this could be his chance to lead india one last time in the t20 world championship one last time in the rcb and that probably see to continue with the rcb captaincy or not that of course he has to sit down with the franchisee you know the entire team and then he has to discuss and that is a completely different kind of a call where if they insist that no the ipl has i mean just started so you better continue for one last time that can be arranged yes but to take a call whether he wants to lead in the world t20 or not that was as you said he could have taken that but then I, i think it is his call and nobody knows virat kohli better than he does so i think for that much he he deserves to be given that space and that right to decide and also for the kind of contribution that he has made across formats and he has been leading the team i mean the indian team for a long time now he took over the captaincy of t20 from 2017 and for his contribution i think he deserves to be given that right to decide it's quite was understandable that he is desperate to get an icc trophy under his belt and and that could possibly have had some uh, kind of a role in him deciding to continue his t20 captaincy in the world cup but of course i mean a neutral observer might think differently when if you are going to be captaining during the ipl which is a pretty intensive uh, tournament as you yourself have outlined and then only the indian team by the way sort of is sort of massively going through this entire grind and then you're going to the world cup in november where other teams will be relatively fresh it's of course up in the air to what extent you know india's chances are you know to how how much we progress absolutely yeah it, it is going to take your toll to be let waited see indians are going to be a tired lot yes no question about it when we go into the world cup we'll be a tired yeah lot. and others will be much more fresher and of course we take team like west indies for instance they are packed with hitters you know and coming back to this uh, issue of captaincy you still think that uh, given these various factors uh, it does make difference to sort of generally the the split is between red ball and white ball cricket in terms of captaincy yes so here he is sort of doing both after giving up one version of white ball cricket so how does that fit into the scheme of things some but see as i said uh, you know t20 is too fast it's the I mean, things just happen too quickly and you are the man responsible for taking all the decisions in that split decision i mean in those you know on this big moments which which happen so often in the space of 40 overs and more so the 20 overs where you are on the field so for me again you know this this particular decision is largely to get rid of that stress whereas in when he's leading the team say in odi things are much lower 50 over game you get time to think you can plan things you can you can do a lot more and you are more in control and the stress is far less so probably has taken that call 
and come 2023 i think uh, you're going to hear him you know announce the retire you know i mean he's going to give up that captaincy as well because he'll be 34 then so that is quite a possibility because i think he's just planned his career in a way that he he has more time to do things that he wants to do at, at his pace so and he can afford to give up captaincies like this i don't i don't think he's he's got anything to prove now he doesn't have to do much but yes one last time he would like to have a crack at the world world t20 then probably for the world cup in 2023 uh, one of the speculative theories and uh, debates about kohli's recent decisions have to do with the mood and the culture in the dressing room under kohli's captaincy is that possibly one of the factors behind the change well there have been a lot of speculations uh, whether uh, there is something that has uh, triggered off in the in the in, you know in those four walls of the dressing room that something just you know just made him quit it but again not to that extent uh, we have been hearing that people uh, have expressed their uh, concern in the sense that he uh, you know uh, they're all mature cricketers and uh, on one hand knowing virat kohli's temperament he's pretty much you know in the face his reactions on the field in full view of the cricketing world he doesn't hide how he's feeling he celebrates in a certain way that we haven't seen in world cricket at least the captains do that we haven't seen that so that is so typical of virat kohli so it's not difficult to imagine that even when he returns to the dressing room and if he wants to i mean knowing that uh, he calls a spade a spade and in team meetings if he has been a little you know over the top with his teammates obviously a lot of people are not going to take it in the spirit in which it is said but it is also important how it has been said so yes there will be people who are not going to like it who who will not appreciate virat kohli's in the face reactions and the kind of uh, things that he eventually ends up saying so that apart but i don't think that is one of the reason that's not big enough for me to make uh, virat kohli give up captaincy just like that i think it's more of a personal call more more to just reorganize himself and reboot his career in a way does this also in any way uh, signal the end of the kohli ravishastri partnership there also been talk of whether kumble is likely you know to figure uh, as a possible candidate for the coach position with ravishastri his term has come to an end he's he's going to be 60 next year and as per the bcci rules you can't be holding on to that post after 60 so it was time for the bcci to look for a new coach even if ravi chastri wants to he can't continue because of the rules then i think the rules have to be tweaked to it having said that it is it is now time to look for a new coach and you mentioned anil kumble see we must remember that it was ravi chastri who replaced anil kumble and uh, anil kumble i think it was summer of 2017 when he decided to resign from the post and he made no secret of what really happened between him and virat kohli and he conveyed it in a very dignified way i recall what he wrote when he resigned that was like he he can he just said that it wasn't possible for him to continue at the same time it was a typical or what should i say a vintage anil kumble you know for everybody to see that the way he expressed himself in that last note of his and he also made it very clear that he he was he was he was in no mood to continue after what had happened so i don't think anything has changed in the last four year vis-a-vis you know say anil kumble and virat between them i don't think much has changed although virat respects anil kumble but i don't think he will be comfortable with anil kumble the coach similarly anil kumble also respects uh, virat a lot but virat the captain that kind of aggression i don't think anil kumble is cut out for that to to be comfortable with so i don't think he will make a comeback unless the board pleads 
and then gives him certain assurances and you know it's like anil kumble if at all he says yes if at all i don't think he's going to say yes but if at all he says yes it will be with terms and conditions you know apply kind of stuff it will be like and it won't be it won't be easy neither anil nor uh, virat uh, like to be uncomfortable with each other because they have a job to do and uh, maybe somebody else uh, you know right now rakesh you made a pretty convincing case that this decision is entirely virat kohli's personal decision and uh, he wasn't under any kind of pressure but i mean as someone who's uh, who's who's a lay person i'm not from the you know sports uh, sporting fraternity when one tends to read a lot of stuff in the media like for example about his captaincy itself you know it's all in the public domain his his, his decision on ashwin how is andel ashwin for instance has been widely criticized and that's entirely the captain's call right so that is one and secondly uh, the second point i want you to come in on is his leadership qualities you know you it's one thing to be able to deliver results as a captain but if you are assessed in terms of your leadership quality here defined primarily in terms of being able to bring out the best from every single member of your team now how would uh, you know kohli sort of you know quality I mean, uh, fair in that department on these two questions uh, i wanted to know what your thoughts were okay let's start with uh, virat kohli's uh, leadership qualities now for me he is just another cricketer who is aggressive i don't think he's a good captain let me just make it i mean let me say it in as many words a good captain in the sense not the not the typical copybook good captain where where he seems to be in control i think i think he's too emotional on the field and the kind of decisions that he takes it surprises most of us but again if you if you see his captaincy record then you can just throw that record on my face and say look but you say that he's not a good captain but see his captaincy record he is india's most successful test captain yes i am not trying to put statistics alongside my opinion that is because i'm saying that it is the captaincy part that i'm talking about and we have always felt that a captain is as good as a team so the team has performed well under him that's a fact but is he a good captain in the sense he is a good batsman who has been given the responsibility of leading the team and he has a team under whom people have performed like it is much like what saurav ganguly could do with the team he changed the way indians looked at world cricket the entire generation that watched saurav ganguly as a leader that that was the kind of impact he made i don't think this generation is going to be impacted by virat kohli's captaincy as compared to uh, saurav ganguly's captaincy virat is a great batsman on the basis of that of course and the, and the kind of confidence that he brings in he's aggressive on some days far too aggressive for his own good but his record will speak completely differently they'll say look he's got i think something like say out of 70 i think some 41 hundreds of his have come as captain 20 in test cricket 21 in odis which is a fantastic record again i think some seven double hundreds in test again as captain so his captain see record looks good but virat the captain in my view was just another captain that's it i won't remember virat kohli for his captaincy but w- the way he has led by example in the sense he says look i i'm i'm a match winner so if if i'm standing at one end just support me i'm going to get get you over the line that's what he has done a number of times he leads to performances not through his leadership qualities and this we often see in rcb now captaincy of rcb when he leads the team he has a bunch of hand picked people 
and there i think i think he he comes woefully short and i've said this more than once that just remove rcb from the i mean just remove uh, virat kohli from the rcb playing 11 put ms dhoni and imagine the team and with the same msg's captaincy you will see the same bunch of the same bunch from the rcb winning the ipl i mean this is purely hypothetical but w- what i want to underline here is the captaincy that particular quality of a of a captain uh, to make a difference to the fortune of the team that is where i'm just drawing this parallel between a mahendra singh dhoni and a virat kohli so that is one and to answer your second question about his decision to keep ashwin or not yes he has been criticized widely on that i'll just add one more thing when we were playing the world test championship match against uh, new zealand it was a key match and you know with that world test title at stake he went with two spinners ashwin played that match and on the other hand uh, new zealand went with a all pace attack and new zealand won pretty convincingly on the other hand what happened in the previous game where we saw ashwin not being considered there virat kohli made it very clear that he wants to go with with four fast bowlers and just one spinner and then of course he couldn't have left jadeja behind so again there was criticism but let's not forget the fact that in the recent england tour india won two matches and lost one that means his decisions were not so off the target he won those matches without ashwin so it wasn't all that bad of course we lost the match but then uh, you know when you deep dive into into certain facts or uh, just refresh your uh, you know that entire match in your in your like mind then you realize that yes in terms of his decisions he's not so much off the mark but the criticism was there and it appeared justified the way we performed and the absence of ashwin was definitely felt so but then you know we all become wise after the event but when he dropped ashwin of course everybody was surprised because his replacement was actually not expected i mean that nobody expected uh, that ashwin would be kept out of the team and that is why on the social media ex cricketers i don't think there's anybody who knows his cricket was not surprised so that's virat kohli for you but having said that he he's never been afraid of being criticized he has taken it on his chin and he continues to do so right i think you made a very nice distinction here when you said virat leads through performances and not through leadership qualities i think that's a very nice summing up of the way he approaches captaincy and you also mentioned ms dhoni and there is talk of him coming back as a mentor do you think that's going to make that's going to sort of plug the gap that we have found so far in virat's captaincy and we have been talking about this particular move to have him as part of the team's think tank i think he he's going to bring a lot of value and this is a one off thing knowing msd he wouldn't like to continue in this role for too long and he wouldn't like to coach the team in a hurry but as a mentor since he's there let's not forget that just two days after the ipl for final the world cup is going to be on so i think sarv ganguly has approached the and convinced him that look for sake of india you got to be there just spend some time with the youngsters this is where i'm saying the importance of ms dhoni stands underlined darkened you know a dark underline that is also there because that is that is the way the board looks at his importance and and i'm all for it i mean why not use his expertise the way he deals with youngsters the way he can inspire the people without interfering with the captain without interfering with the coach they have their duties his job is to be around and let anybody who and especially the bowlers they would they can learn so much from him and the bowlers can't get the job done unless the wicketkeeper is part of the plan and that is where rishabh pant comes in and rishabh adores 
MS Dhoni. I mean, given an opportunity, you will always see in Rishabh Pant, you know, spending his time with MS Dhoni as and when possible. And he's a likable, you know, guy. So, so MSD also likes him a lot. So that particular combination of a wicket keeper being told by MS Dhoni, look, your job is this. It's not just, you know, stopping the ball. You're not a ball stopper. You have a role to play. And your inputs help a great deal to the bowlers. So this is what MSD does. Even if you watch his IPL games, even today, look how much value he brings to the game, even as a wicketkeeper. He's not just a wicketkeeper captain. He is making a difference to the fortunes of the bowler. You know, he knows exactly how the batsman is playing on that given day. And he keeps giving these inputs to the bowler, asks them where to bowl. He can actually tell a bowler, you pitch the ball here. I mean, I I don't think too many wicketkeepers have that ability to actually give their opinion to a specialist bowler. So this is where I think MSD is head and shoulders above all the captains that I've seen. And bowlers welcome his inputs. And that is where uh, MSD, the mentor, is going to contribute hugely to the wicketkeeper. And in the company of these young bowlers, they can actually plan out dismissals. Right. Uh, we are running out of time, Rakesh. One last question before we wind up. So, when is the next Indian T20 captain likely to be announced and will it be Rohit Sharma? Good question. Everybody is saying that Rohit looks like a good choice. And uh, to my mind also, my first choice, given the fact that India has a number of ODIs beginning from November to July next. That means we have a total of 17 T20 matches from November to July, out of which I think 12 are going to be held in India and 5 in England. So, they have to announce somebody at the earliest, but I don't think they can find anybody better than Rohit. Because if you remember, two years ago, when we went to Asia Cup, we had, I think it was three seasons ago, in Asia Cup and Nidaha's Trophy, when Virat Kohli took a break, the first choice was Rohit. And we won both those tournaments. And Rohit has a great T20 record. So, everything favours, I mean, everything points to Virat, to uh, Rohit being the next choice. We'll have to just wait and watch. But yes, it will be announced shortly because from November onwards, we have a very tight schedule moving forward. Right. Thank you so much, Rakesh, for sharing your uh, very, very insightful comment. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sampath, for having me on the show once again. It's always a pleasure being on this show. Thank you. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.